You know how Mommy and Daddy said not to judge a book by its cover? That's exactly what we do on this show. We do not read these books. Candace and Jess are professionals. Please do not try this at home. Oh, okay. Cool. Right. I mean, I could do. I could make an attempt. Why don't you try? Okay. Then, you, then you'll throw me off too. It'll be lots of fun. Yeah. 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 Okay. Hold on. Everybody buckled in. I am. Okay. Well, uh, let's get that pedal to the metal because hey, it's time for Candace and Jess judge a book by its cover. Uh. Yeah. I'm Jess. Wait, is that how we do it? Shit. Yeah. No, you did great. I'm Candace, and uh, welcome to the only show on the whole internet where it is a Candace and a Jess judging books by their cover. We do not read these books. We look really hard at the covers, and we tell you the story, the deeper story, that sometimes, you know, some books have a couple covers. Mm-hmm. How interesting is that? Yeah. That it could, it could possibly be deeper than the story within when there's so many different stories to tell yeah. uh we're a in, cover in art every person's eyes it's a different story yeah we're a cover art show yeah and um yeah we're, well thank you thank you for coming everybody mm-hmm. good job jess that was good Pull up a toadstool i it was i think i should write something down and okay. i think I, I think i said that in like the fourth or fifth episode that i was like i should we should write something down so i know what i'm i have well, something to fall back on you know your part. Yeah. We just switched it today. We switched feeling, it on you. We're feeling wild and mm-hmm. free. Yeah. Because it's Freaky Friday here at Candace and Jess. Right. Which means it's not Friday and... It's Thursday. The freakiest yeah. of Fridays. Yeah. Which is, yeah, terrifying. Mm-hmm. Um, so I sometimes post things to our Instagram, Jess, where I will add stickers, right? You've seen me do this. I enjoy, yeah. enjoy it very much. So last night in my sleep, I know you guys don't want to hear about my dreams, okay? I know you guys don't want to hear about how some guy in my dreams, I said, I'm not afraid of you. So he took two sharpened pencils and used my front teeth to push them into his own skin, his knees. Yeah. Um, And he said, no, I'm not afraid of you. Um, But in my dream the other night, last night, I was doing one of these. Did he turn you into an HB vampire? Yes. Oh. To be. To be. And not to be. be. Yes. And graphite is dangerous, dude. And you need your kneecaps. Uh, They were really short as well. And he used two of them. So he put them right in my, like, so my front teeth. And then he grabbed me from the back of my head and shoved the, uh, the pencils into his kneecap. Um, They were very sharp and short. So they were gone Mm -hmm. and maybe a little eraser, but that just helps you if you have like a mistake on on some loose leaf. Um, Hillary. Uh, But in my dreams, I was making a post, which is terrifying to me because if it wasn't for the podcast, I would so love to just never use any social media ever again. But it's gotten into my dreams. And um, the sticker that I was going to use said, no, I don't think I'll sell. Yeah. So, you know, kids in the hall, Gavin quotes are making it into my dreams and they are part of the podcast. So that's OK. I think, you know, what's probably happening is your subconscious is preparing you for the next new season of Kids in the Hall. Oh. Yeah. Holy shit. Is that happening? Yeah, no, it is. I think it's like on Amazon Prime or... I don't, I thought, I don't know what the where it's happening, but it is. It's a thing I thought that was happening. a fever dream because I think I heard of that and got excited, but then... Because no. Death Comes to Town was the last thing we got, and that would have been... <laughs> Sorry, that was an accident. Sorry. I accidentally clicked an emote. Yeah, Sorry. Jess is sharing little um, images with me that you guys can't see, and I'm sorry for that because they're really fun. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I you know, Death Comes to Town was our last thing. I think it was 20. <laughs> there he is, Death. Jess is sending me a little skull that's going, ang, 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 ang. so as you can tell, it's making <laughs> his mouth move. Um, and it was good, but it was a long time ago. Yeah. So I that's think exciting. To, I think they're trying to make up for it. So I think that might be what your <laughs> what your subconscious. I heard, I never saw Death Comes to Town. No, it was good. Was, was it? 
Yeah. Okay. No, it was good. I I enjoyed it. Um, but I will enjoy a new season of of uh, Kids in the Hall for sure. And if what is that skit called? I'll share it to the Instagram because it's so funny. Yeah. I was re- re-watching some of it. Basically, it's Gavin at the butcher shop. And some of the things he says, like, you know, have you ever been to this museum and then drove down to the road to the restaurant that echoes? It's like, <laughs> I don't know. There's something <laughs> extra special. Or if I if my dad dies, I'm going to have to join a dancing group. I don't know. I'm... <laughs> I think there's something absolutely beautiful about uh, Bruce McCullough's ability to create a character and just like that is so full of like neurotic tendencies that it is and that it's amazing. It is. And like I feel bad that I even tried to quote it because it's so good and I don't have like any idea what he actually says. So anyways, um, I'll just continue sharing like 30 year old comic to you guys and i hope it's okay here at old people corner old people corner (laughs) yeah of course it is it's always okay this is (sighs) how we that's how we do oh i have had a morning today morning yeah Um, i got up eventually and then i uh I've, i've been working on some uh demos like a commercial demo like for voiceover Commercial nice. demo for voiceover and also an animation voiceover for for uh, a demo as well because I wanna I wanna see where this path takes me. So what I spent... a piss off! <laughs> What's that? I said what a piss off! I'm literally making sandwiches at like breakneck speed, and you are playing with your voice. You are a good vocal boy. Yeah, I did. I did my best, except for I didn't bring any water in with me. So after doing, I read about uh, four, like, yeah, about four or so sample commercial scripts, which I did my best. I thought I thought they did all right. Um, And then I had written a list of animation characters. And I don't know if like I I just tried my best um, to like to just with what I had with these characters and so uh, some of them, I was just like, you know what? I, I thought these ones were all right. These are the ones that I did. Out of 13, I got um, nine done oh. before. Um, I, just because there was some of them that I was like, ah, I don't think I'll be able to do that. And I, I did some other voices out of the proper way I should have done. Because some oh. of the voices got like grizzled, and I used that kind of like the voice down here. Your favorite. I feel and like that is your favorite. It's a good go-to, it but is good. without any water, that it gets. It feels it's really hard on the throat. So uh, I. It's like need... sandpaper being put yeah. up, like a you know those guys that put up the big signs, and they paint them on. Okay. Big signs, you know the big signs. The billboards. Yeah, like the got milk and shit. Yeah. Like they go up there and they do that shit. What yeah. is it? The Banger Sisters are sitting on that at the end of the show. That is happening inside your throat with yeah. sandpaper. At yeah. least 600 grit. It is not good. Yeah. So I didn't want to like, I didn't want to force myself and do like a bunch of stuff. But uh, I, th- I feel like getting nine out of 13 is better than doing none. So uh, mm. I, that's what I did in the morning or this afternoon is I did that for like two hours and I did Love like it. a radio announcer. Uh, what else did I do? Um, I did. I wrote it in here as small town sports jock, but I ended up just being like, I think at one point because I didn't have scripts for any of these. So I was making it up all on my head or, mm-hmm. you know, out of my brain. Uh, so small town sports jock invent and eventually just was be uh, was uh, buddy the jock and then there was like a soft-spoken country bumpkin a mighty superhero oh a uh, a sentient cherry pie that was very happy to be eaten an old man remembering the way things were and a big shot broadway agent so yeah i had some oh and a dying wizard that one was fun oh yeah so not long for this world Nah, that it was fun there was a bunch of fun stuff uh, no that sounds super fun i i'm really happy you shared yeah. that list with us that's a I'm, just list everybody there we go i'm you didn't think it was gonna happen but it did um i was just uh honestly just hoping that i did enough 
but I'll see. I have I haven't listened to what I've done, so I'm like, well, did I do enough? Do I need to do yeah. more? Do I need to have some other dynamic voices? I guess I'll find out. So yeah, yeah. I think more the more the merrier, and yeah. uh, I think they'll come to you because like all of these people have friends, all of these people have mothers. Yeah. Except for maybe the wizard. I don't know if wizards are born from mothers. They're or if they are from, hatched from eggs, like the Bluebeard book. They're lightning. They're woven from beard remnants and uh, ancient tomes. Was it Bluebeard? I think that was the name of one of the books we did. Yeah. And then I heard... Bluebeard's what that's... egg. And then it was yeah. pirates and how pirates come from eggs, of course. But I think... All right, so sometimes we hear what these books are actually about, and it's absolutely shocking. And also sometimes we hear things we don't remember what we heard. So, like, I think I heard what that book was actually about, and it oh. shocked it shocked me, but I don't remember now. Oh. Also, oh, there's sometimes where we say things and we don't remember what we said. Right. It was that bluebeards are men who marry women who are widows who are sad and then they take all their stuff and then they kill them. Oh. I think. I, Maybe. Don't quote me, boy, because I ain't, I ain't remembered shit. Sounds like we got another story on our hands. Oh. Uh, yeah, no, it's um, it's been a good time. I also heard on a podcast the other day that you can't lose weight as a ghost, which I once, early 2000s, saw yeah. a medium on Oprah and she said... That she had been talking to Chris Farley and he had quit cocaine in heaven mm -hmm. and lost 150 pounds. Huh. Uh, so I have to find that and send that off to side stories so that they know that, that yeah. no, they're wrong. You, you can totally in the afterlife, whatever. Mm -hmm. It's yeah. cool. It's cool. Th this medium on Oprah knows, obviously. So that's what we're gonna go with <laughs> i just He's feel happy, like happier what than if ever. you had some unfinished business and your unfinished business as a ghost if your unfinished business was that you were like you were doing some dieting and exercise and trying to better yourself and you wanted to lose that last like 20 pounds but you died before you got to or the unfinished business was all the birthday cakes you were entitled to for the that's rest of true your life. And you're just like, all I want is cake. Yeah. And I want to be the biggest ghost I can be, mm -hmm. which I get. Yeah. Yeah. I guess it works in reverse. You're like, I want to be a big ghost. Kill some I cakes. I would love <laughs> to be a big ghost. I also, in the same breath, was learning about people talking about the idea of ghost dinosaurs, which makes a lot of sense because mm -hmm. they were here, you know. And then I learned about the secretary bird um, as I started researching dinosaurs. And the secretary bird is really scary, guys. So yeah. that's what you came here for, right? Mm -hmm. Was that sort of stuff? Yeah. Was that is scary birds and ghost cocaine. Ghost cocaine, guys. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go into Songs That Floored You because I'm very excited. Yeah. Do it. Do it. So first of all, Songs That Floored You this week is a little bit special because Bo Burnham released a new special. Um, and a lot of the songs on that special floored me. I found the first, uh, go watch it, please. I think it's a perfect little, I think it's a perfect little thing. Perfect little piece of art. That... Yeah. It's on my, it's on my list of things to watch and I haven't watched it yet. It's really new too. Like this, I'm a little bit disappointed because of course this will air in two weeks and I feel like it's such a, it's such a happening thing right now that. I kind of want to like touch it right fucking now. Yeah. But um, I love Bo. I always have. I understand there's a little bit of cringe. There's a little bit of darkness. But what good piece of art doesn't have cringe and darkness? Yeah. I, I think they exist. Um, I found the first uh, few bits of the show not to be as powerful as the last half. So I really think that it's one of those things too is while I was watching it, I knew it was amazing, but it was the after effects of the special. So, um, I was going to tell you, Jess, I was going to say you should watch this before we talk, but yeah. I also thought that it wasn't super important that you did because I thought you will. And I also thought that you might really like it. And then it might just turn into like the Bo Burnham hype hour, which we don't really need to do, no. but, um, some of my very favorite, so look who's inside again, uh, don't, or, and, um, 
Welcome to the Internet. These are great songs. I will share because actually today, Bo released all these songs on Spotify. So I had been listening to pirated versions of them on TikTok because I wasn't able to walk with, you know, I wanted to hear them. Yeah. And I couldn't just like go through the Netflix special. I could have, but like, you know, I'd be searching and I'd have to write all the times down and stuff. So this way I was able just to enjoy them. But any day now and All Eyes on Me, All Eyes on Me is the one I'm going to feature on Songs That Floored Me. Um, The melodies and the way that he layers everything is so familiar and warm and scary and beautiful and sad. Mm. I absolutely love it. Um, And of course, the Jeffrey Bezos bop. I I shared it the other day because I just couldn't control myself, but I didn't share um, the All Eyes on Me one because I knew I was going to wait till that was actually a a file I could share on Songs That Floored You. Yeah, I saw, I did see the, uh, I think I listened to part of uh, Welcome to the Internet. Yeah. Um, when Hold I on saw to like, your socks. Oh, here's like here's like the new special, or here's a little clip from it. So I checked it out. So I've seen, I've had like the amuse bouche of uh, Bo Burnham uh, specials for that. So I've got a taste, and now it's in my mind. And that that point of I should probably stop watching the predator movie, predator movies <laughs> and watch this Bo Burnham special. I get it. It's like I also have been suggesting it to like everyone and anyone who will listen to me. Um, but it's one of those things that it has to hit you the right way. It's not for everyone. And I think I've said before that I'm not like super into musical comedy. So the fact that I adore him the way that I do is actually kind of surprising to me. Um, but he does it unlike anyone else. I love the voice effects. I love the layering. I love, I just love what he's, what he's trying to say too. And I'm really feeling that way. Um, so have a watch. And we'll talk about it mm-hmm. on our on our alone times, but um, absolutely adore that special. Yeah, and um, the songs are only becoming more and more. Uh, that the funny feeling. Um, he does an acoustic acoustic song as well on this special. Um, yeah, that funny feeling, and it actually has brought me to tears on happy in happy times. So yeah. it's not that it's like. There's something about it. I get swept up in like pop music too. I know it's not like ultra pop, but some of it has real kind of pop feelings to it. So uh, I will shut the hell up now, but check out the special. Okay. Adding it to Songs That Floored You. Okay. And so Songs That Floored You for Candace this week is like a combination of something to watch mm-hmm. and something to listen to. So okay. have fun. Yeah. Have fun. I love it. I love it. Thank um, you. This is, Thank I you, mean. Bo. <laughs> yes, thank you to Bo. Bo Burnham. Actually, it's funny because like that special came out and I watched the Welcome to the Internet thing and then I took I went on to like Netflix and put it on like, hey, don't forget this, pop it on uh-huh. your list. So I put it there, like saved it, so it's like, okay, I won't forget about it until in like next week when I realized I haven't watched it and then I'm like, what the hell? What's wrong with me? Um, yeah, you'll get on it. And then there's like the intro songs like White Woman's Instagram and and um FaceTime with your mom and stuff. Like yeah. they're still they're really fun, but the depth really comes at the end of yeah. the show. Oh, he I goes find. deep. He goes. It into goes it. deep, and That's I said good. that to my sister, and she said, "FaceTiming with your mom is super personal." And I thought, "Yeah, I agree. It's personal, but it's also like a something that everyone kind of, you know, it's yeah." So yeah. Uh, it not as not as gross as I wanted. I recently rewatched the opening to what. It's so good. So that's where I'm at. That's is that it's I'm hard on. to be a lizard? Um, Tiny hands. Just the part where he lizard. like. Just the thing that I absolutely love about that intro is the fact that him sitting on stage. Oh, and, like, is that he's the... doing that and he's in like the red light and it does that stuff. Yeah. And then it goes into that great big like, like energy thing and he's bouncing all over the stage back and forth, back and forth all over here. The fact that he's doing that while, while wearing three pairs of pants. Yeah. And he has his mouth full of water. Yeah. Like, and it's just like that. I absolutely love like that. Those are set up and that's, that's yeah. Well, and I, you know, we can actually, if you guys want us to talk more about this special, then we will, like we could do like a small little thing after Jess watches it. But um, those are the things I think that are really interesting too. When you're a fan of someone and you watch them grow, we are, I like Bo and I are very close in age, but 
I do feel like this is a changing of the guard a little bit for him as far as like, it's still Bo, but like what was a little bit more uh, slapstick? I, I obviously, I, I have a hard time putting it into words what I mean. I'm not a critic. I don't know the words for expressing that, but I think anyone who's enjoyed both specials knows what I mean. Yeah. And I mean, people evolve and that's important yeah. to like, if they evolve and if they change, um, yeah. Well, and we all have this last year in common, right? Like it was hard for every single one of us. And I, um, there was some really interesting things I will point out too, that he did not mention the word pandemic or COVID or anything like that, but you do feel those things and they're very apparent. And I do think it's getting to the point where we don't really have to, we can just be there for each other instead of like dredging up how all the things that have made it terrible. But anyways, yeah. Uh, what is your song that floored you this week, Jess? Because um, I I don't want to keep on going. I, that's, I need okay. to stop. Okay, we'll go we'll go quickly quickly through mine with a quick little story. Um, uh, I, so just this past week, um, or the past couple weeks, I have been uh, substituting at Van Arts as a instructor and teaching um, uh, the uh, seniors uh, mostly this program called Music Master, which I am pretty good at um so just for the for the audience van arts is where jess went to school it is not a van doing arts and no. the seniors are not a bunch of old people in vans doing art it's nope. it's the second term second second school. term or second level i mean third term because there's it's four a terms. very cool broadcasting yeah. art school in vancouver i'm still the Canada. i'm still the oldest one out okay. of them so it's funny that they're anyways. Um, anyways, I was helping uh, one of the one of the seniors, Tino Farah. Um, yes, I'm calling him out by name. Hope you're listening. Thanks, bud. Uh, he did hey, this. Tino. He did this great, great um, uh, idea where he was doing. He was doing the pop punk power hour, and he programmed this um, hour long music show that happens at four o'clock on Tuesdays. And he just he just threw in a bunch of pop punk and he's sort of growing it and making it happen. And he's got these little splitters in there. And it's really it's a really cool little thing. It's he, he, he did it, did it justice. It was very cool. Um, what the thing that then uh, happened was it kind of got me on this little bit of a pop punk kick. Mm-hmm. And so I started a little like pop punk playlist on Spotify and I was listening to some of those tracks, some jams and some gems. Uh, you know how when you like only have like seven songs or something like that on your playlist of a certain genre, mm-hmm. it will then you'll play through those seven. And at the end of it, it's not like it just stops playing music. No, it'll play takes some... you on a journey. Yeah. So I went on a little journey and the song, I don't know if it falls into the pop punk category, but I heard it last night and I was kind of like, oh my God, this is a fantastic little tune and I love it. And I think it was like the chorus that really like hooked me good. Um, the track is Surf Wax America by Weezer. Oh, yeah. I actually, it's not coming to my front of my brain, this yeah. song, and it's but like, I probably know it. Yeah, it's like the chorus, you're going you're gonna to love it. You're going to listen to this after, and you'll be like, oh, it's that song, because that's yeah. what I did. When I, when I heard it, I'm like, oh my Shit. God, it's this song. So uh, that's mine. I put a big smile on my face, and I was just making hamburgers yesterday. So, oh, hamburgers. Yeah, all hamburgers. That, it's had you know, a great Tino, time. Tino's such a spicy meatball. Um, that's great. I think that who doesn't need a little bit of power punk in their yeah. lives? Pop punk. Oh. Yeah. Power Both. punk's a totally different genre. Yeah. 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 Probably more it's your like normal one, style, It's like I a suppose. step down. It's like a step down from like power metal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just a little messier. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A little, a little a crustier. A lot, actually, probably. Yeah. 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 Um, okay. You know what? This is actually before we get into your judgment. I'm going to use this time for just a quick plug. Which for the is spicy weird. meatball. This is a spicy little thing. This is a spicy <laughs> little thing that. Um, uh, again, I'm going to do um, dropping names uh, like they're slippery and covered in slime. Um, mm. But this is Tino, this is uh, again Tino Farah. He has uh, made a documentary, and this has been a, a fantastic documentary. It's called The Hidden Gem. You can find it on YouTube if you just go in and search for The Hidden Gem on YouTube. This was his term three end project. 
uh, and it's 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 fantastic. It's 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 well done. It's well written. It is uh, edited together um, just superbly. The fact that it's there is a lot of uh, Zoom calls. It does not feel like that's the only right. thing you're watching. It doesn't feel like that. It doesn't feel like you're looking at a Zoom call. It's uh, again very well done. Good music. Good visuals. I'm um, so excited to check it out. Yeah, and it's only it's only ten minutes. It is it's cool. about lacrosse, which is Canada's national national sport. It's not hockey. Canada's Whoa. national sport is lacrosse, and I mean, there's uh, information in this documentary. I don't want to spoil it because I want you to check it out. Um, I'm not a big sports guy. Sports. I'm a good vocal boy. I'm not a sports boy. No. Um, so, but this was one that I mean, just watching it. And that must be why Tino got the death sports sticker because he is a sports <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Thank you, Tino. Um, so, uh, yeah, Tino Farah, he, um, I, I did ask him if there was anything else that he wanted me to plug alongside that. But he's also, uh, this is actually very exciting for him. Uh, this is just something that happened within the last couple of weeks. He's the new blogger for Lacrosse Flash, uh, and they cover uh, the PLL and the NLL. PLL being the Premier Lacrosse League, and NLL being the National Lacrosse League. Um, and it's really, really cool um, hearing from him and hearing that he gets this opportunity that he gets to write about lacrosse and he gets to do recaps of games and and all that kind of stuff. So that's uh, so. Go out there, do yourself a favor. If you want to just like go and check out this hidden gem, yeah. no pun intended, ah. the hidden gem on YouTube, go for a search on that um, and uh, share it around uh, because it's absolutely fantastic and you should check it out. And don't lacrosse the street without looking both ways. Never lacrosse the street without looking both ways. Yeah. Ooh. And if a black hat lacrosses your path, it's good luck. Yeah. I, I think you guys all need to know that it's good luck. That's also one skilled cat. Very excited to check this out. Mm-hmm. And uh, hallelujah. Yeah. Great job, Tino. Yep. I'm doing a... Golf claps. Clapping. I'm doing clapping. Doing clapping for you, bud. So Candace. But that I don't know, but feel like I do. <laughs> Clap. So Candace. Uh, yes, Jess. Uh, I see you, uh, I see you uh, brought a book today. I did. And if I could just say that on last week's episode, I pointed out a little secret about myself that made me uncomfortable. I said, I don't read books. Well, guess what? what? I've read a book since I said that. What? And when and when I went to this little library, out of the 12 books that were there, I'd read two of them. So hey. I kind of thought, maybe I do read books. I just, I feel like because I have a podcast that is about books and so much of my uh, connections I'm making on Instagram are with authors and like very intense readers and book people. Yeah, book enthusiasts. I think, yeah, I think I feel like I'm an imposter, and, and I am. I kind of, I kind of always am a little bit of an imposter, but I do read books. Okay. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> um. So another thing I have to admit is that the book that I have for you today. Do you make promises to your mind? Like, you'll know what I mean when I explain my story. Like, I make mind promises to myself where I'll be like, third one in, that's the one for me, have to do it. Like, that's it. Yeah. Um, when I was walking up to the little library, I saw this really light pink book from very far away. And I said, that's my judgment. I don't care what it is. I don't care. And last time I walked past there and a pink book caught my attention, I guess I just like pink. That's not really a surprise to anyone who knows me. I mean, it's a, um, good, it's a pretty good color. It's a beautiful color. The other pink book was a lot of a was a much different color of pink, um, but that was the bookie book from Russell Brandt, and I left it behind. Mm-hmm. But I didn't make a mental promise to myself. I didn't say this is the book I'm doing. I just thought, huh, I should check that out. Mm-hmm. But when I saw this pink book, I was like, I am doing this book, doing it, doing it. It's one of my favorite colors of pink, and I do think this cover is absolutely absolutely gorgeous mm-hmm. I, I just, also enjoyed oh yep gorgeous. i also enjoyed the look of it um so i'm excited to get into this this book is uh my friend leonard and like i said i have read this book before but it was probably like 
2009 like okay. it was a long time ago and yeah. i don't i actually thought it was an augustin burroughs book at first which is really shameful but I, then i realized it's a james Frey book and i was just kind of you know at that time in my life i was deep diving into both of those authors work so i got the hairs crossed and then i realized what i had done and then i figured it out and then i admitted it to all of you mm -hmm. see jess i'm trying voices today too that's it's isn't it fun it is. It's yeah. freeing, actually. I tell you one thing. It's so it's more fun with another person. Doing it by yourself in a closet is like mm. a uh it's a bit of a it's a it's a that's a different one to to get into it cuz well, I yeah. Anyways. You'll yeah. notice the on the Bo Burnham special, <laughs> he actually kind of goes into that like for a second. Mm. Um whatever, okay? Mm -hmm. Whatever, guys. Yeah. So I read this book. I don't really remember it. It's, I do have the feeling. I remember where I was when I was reading it. I remember okay. what I was doing while I was reading it. I was reading, riding the bus and then the train and then the bus again when I lived in Calgary. If you guys live in Calgary, Alberta, you know, the transit is long. The transit is hard and the transit is cold. So mm -hmm. you need it's books. all, it's all convertibles. And back then, I didn't have, yeah, it's fucking <laughs> freezing. I, I didn't have a phone, you know? Like, I wasn't on my phone being able to scroll on the bus. Like, that wasn't a thing yet. I don't, I'm sure I had a phone. But yeah. I definitely didn't have my first iPhone yet. Um, all right. Maybe it was even before 2009. No, it wasn't. Okay. Anyway. Dates. So, on the cover of this book, you see this beautiful pink color. You know instantly, it's a great color. Just tells you. Mm -hmm. And then there's a very beautiful ashtray, clean as could be. It's crystal. Uh, it's crystal. And it does look so nice on this pink. I love it. Like, I love it. They're, like, you know, you could go, like, the next step and have, like, a little... I feel like with this ashtray, for, like, effect, usually I would always pick the cigarette classic with the orange tip, but I would totally go just, like, a white cigarette with a little bit of lipstick on it, but a different color pink, if you wanted to do that. Yeah. But, you know, we, we don't. If you're it going didn't happen. To, I mean, if you're going into that and you really wanted to, like, have that, that piece completed, mm -hmm. I understand where you're coming from. Right. Oh, imagine just, like... A different colored pink lipstick like on the side of the ashtray like you were drinking from it like it was like a yeah like it was a like a, a coffee mm -hmm. okay um but this book is a biography that's what it's called when you write a book about your own life right yes auto is it autobiography or is it just a biography uh, i think autobiography is you wrote it yourself and biography oh. is it was written for you or about you about you, but for you. You didn't have to do the work. Yeah. So this is an autobiography of James Frey. Every single thing in this book is true. Okay. Okay. It all actually happened. And you can call Oprah right now. Mm -hmm. it, that's twice. Yeah. James James Frey, he's he's very definitely one of those like people that has written books that are totally true. All, all true all the time. Mm -hmm. And you know what? When people make art, if it's not all true all the time, then it's not even art. Yeah. Screw just, you, Oprah. It's just lies. Yeah, I'm pissed. I yeah. think that's so crazy. I think like you can write whatever you want. You can tell me whatever you want. As long as you take care of yourself in this world, you shouldn't give a shit what anybody else says. You just get to enjoy it. Mm. But unless they're in power. But this book, and I, I, what I mean two times is that I brought up Oprah twice, Jess. Mm. Double down I, on the Oprah. Double oops. Yeah. Um, get off that sofa. Keep watching. Oprah, this is an autobiography. Everything in here is true. James Frey has a friend named Leonard. But guess what, Jess? What? Leonard is invisible. Oh, no. And Leonard has to go everywhere James goes because like of mice and men, Leonard can't take care of himself. That's true. And it's all up to James Georgie over here to get the mice out of his hand mm -hmm. and to try to keep him out of trouble and to tell, tell him, him about where to the go, rabbits <laughs> to tell him about the rabbits as many times as he needs to hear about them right yeah uh that's not leonard though what is it lenny, lenny. It was lenny. It was lenny. yeah it's the it's like the casual leonard yeah yeah exactly so this is exactly what's going on here only and that kind of helps yeah because of leonard being invisible he can't hurt anybody which is really good but he does love to smoke cigarettes mm. 
He's a chain smoker. He's a chain he's smoker, a little, and he's he's a chimney weasel. He is Jess. He's a <laughs> chimney weasel, and he also just like loves lobbies. Have you ever had a friend that just loves lobbies? Like mm. some people live in apartments and just sit in their lobby. I like a good lobby when you got like maybe some like there's some good tiles and a couple of chairs and a fern. Yeah, and maybe like a security guard to talk to. And no, some I could columns. go for it. Yeah, I could go for some of that. A, That's a, where the newspaper is. A picture of like a farm. Yeah, and you literally, you get to know everything. If you're just sitting in the lobby. Hey, Candace. But, yes, Jess. I'm not going to, I'm going to, I'm going to come clean about something. What? About this book. Uh-oh. When I first glanced at it and I read the who it was by and what the name of the book was, I read it as My Friend Lemonade. Ooh, and, pink lemonade. And I think it was like the color. And I was like, yeah. oh, it's all about like, oh, he's like having like a refreshing pink lemon experience. Oh, it does. It's almost like creamy. It's yeah. Like, mm, which lemonade probably shouldn't be. But I'm drinking lemonade right now. Ooh. Right next to the book. There you go. I had a vision and it was there, all of the things that happened. I think you made it happen for me. And also, it's that smoky vodka back again because I have to finish it. Mm, the smodka. All right. So you read James Frey, My Friend Lemonade. Yeah, My Friend Lemonade. And I was like, oh, <sighs> we're going to talk about cool drinks. Now I want to make a children's book about a lemon who goes through his life drying out slowly and only to be squished into drinks. Oh, I, I went dark, but it was it started somewhere. Cute. Yeah, you could brainstorm it. Right. Yeah. On the on our secret times off mm-hmm. air. But yeah. so Leonard is super into dead mice, um, which is, you know, that's OK because he can just throw a dead mouse in the corner and nobody will know that he put it there because he's invisible and they just think, oh, shit, this apartment is covered in mice. But the thing about his smoking habit is that he keeps getting James Robert or wait, James George. Mm-hmm. Frey kicked out of his apartment buildings because you can't like this is current like you're gonna ask me at the end of the show when this book was written and I'm gonna say like probably 20 I'm gonna say 2018 okay. just for fun maybe yeah. 2017 and um you can't smoke in apartments you know mm-hmm. back in 2007 we did it, yeah, it was all and cool. you still can you still can but it's like, that's a huge thing. When I was looking for places to live, especially up here on Vancouver Island, mm-hmm. if they know you smoke, that's a reason right there to never rent to you. Everyone hates you. You suck balls in hell. Like, you suck. Yeah. And luckily, I don't smoke, but I have, and it is not pretty. It's yeah. like my whole body just engulfed. <sighs> Gone. <sighs> I'm, I'm but, still very glad that I quit smoking, and I don't do it anymore. You used to smoke DeMauriers. Yep. I remember. And then they changed the, the blend or the flavoring or something like that. And I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to do this anymore. I think we smoked a cigarette together. That photo that I posted the other day that I said 2013, probably more like 2015. I think Jess and I smoked a cigarette together that night. And I think it was weird. Yeah. Because I don't think, I don't know. That's yeah. how I think I know you smoked DeMauriers because how else would I know that? I mean, it was the only thing I smoked. But now I don't, which is okay. Also, yeah. the other reason that I quit was I got a lot of throat and lung infections. Oh. So I think, like, it was probably... Holy just, shit! Like, like, so many. It was just, oh. like... Oh! Yeah. All right. Well, listen bad. to your heart and your lung and throat infections. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so this book is sort of about... Well, it is about um, James's life trying to deal with his invisible friend, Leonard, who is attached to him and needs him so badly for everything. Um, he goes deeply into telling him about the rabbits, telling him about the land, telling him about all these things they're going to do together, but Leonard just needs to stop getting James into trouble because James can't keep an apartment with this guy smoking up the lobby and the room. Yeah. That's terrible. That's too much. Too yeah. much smoke. So, smoking so this book is a completely true story of two friends one more visible than the other Mm -hmm. and um just how do you even you know people are complaining about noise when james is at work and he's like ah i i guess i must have left 
the all, cat on. I left all of my jazz records playing. Yeah, yeah, shit. Like because Leonard does have like you can hear him, and he does make sound when he moves. He's not like a spirit or an apparition. He's an actual man that you just cannot see. Which I remember seeing a movie called like Hollow Man or something with Kevin Bacon when okay. I was too young to see it, and I fucking hate that trope. I hate the invisible person trope. And so when I saw this cover, I was like, I'm going to do that, but I'm going to take it into a more fun and interesting. Oh, because I think it's fun and interesting. I'm just going to take it the way I want it to go. Yeah. I don't want to see Kevin Bacon's penis. I don't want to see it as it starts to disappear. How come you always see Kevin Bacon's penis? I think most people don't want to see Kevin Bacon's penis. But apparently his penis shows up a lot. It's just like... Like he's one of those actors that's like, you want to see my dick? And you do see it. You see it in that fucking movie. I was probably like seven years old or something. And he's like starting to disappear. And of course, he's like creeping on women and all that terrible shit. And so he's like disappearing. And as he is, you like see his like Johnson like like disappear. Wang dang doodling. I never. Yeah. Like catfish hunting. Um, that's called that noodling. That's noodling. noodling. That's noodling. Yeah. That's so crazy. Yeah. People did you, do that. Did you know that Kevin Bacon does? He does. He, he goes a noodling. It's a, uh, but he doesn't use his arm as you're supposed to. You got those catfish oh. holes. He just, he just like, he gets in there and he just like pops his, pops his dong down one of those catfish <laughs> holes. And then once it, you know, yeah. 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 And that's oh. that's a point of, uh, of of celebration for him, and he's all like trying to impress all his friends. He's all like, "Hey," and then he, you know, whips out his dong, and he's all like, "Hey, check this out! I should show you the catfish this thing caught." And it's like, I don't know what to do with this information. And then he just disappears, Mister Bacon. Yeah, Mister <laughs> Doctor Bacon. Doctor Bacon. Yeah. Um, Sir Bacon. Yeah. Um, I don't like it. No. And you know what? I don't really have any proof. I don't yeah. have any proof that you see his weenie because I never looked again. Isn't it but like it a half like invisible wieners? Yeah, that's what I'm trying to say is it like starts to disappear. <laughs> yeah. That's how they like got away with it. Mm-hmm. I As I'm doing this judgment, Connie's Connie Willis, uh, to say nothing of the dog, is right beside me, which is a book we did in the past. Yeah. And it just... It makes me feel like there's a person beside me, like it's holding something extra because I keep catching eyes with it and thinking, fuck, no, wrong book. <laughs> but anyways, I think that's, you know, I could go on with things that that Leonard does yeah. um, because he really loves radio. He really loves to, to dance. He loves to waltz. He's kind of like an old spirit, but um, he's like a weirdo for sure. He likes to open, close windows, all that kind of stuff. He has fun. Um, but that's that's it. That's what this book is about, Ooh. judging by its cover. Yeah. And there might be lemonade in it. I don't know, Jess. Yeah. Did you try opening it and pouring yourself a glass of book? Mm. Yeah. Because he just might have hit a juice box in there. And it is a New York Times bestseller, so... Oh, shit. There's other words on the front of this. Uh-oh. I'm just going to ignore them. That's Who okay. cares? There's been times but, we've had that sort of stuff, and then we just never acknowledge that that stuff exists. Right, and James just really knows how to throw a book because that's how it it works. Yeah. Throwing, okay. Chucking them um, books, so Candace. Yeah, uh, chucking them books. Yes, Jess. Um, when was this book written? I mean, I say I I originally joked that I oh, this is interesting that whoever it was to. They're like, no, we're <laughs> yeah, going to cross guys, that out. You guys know how when you... I don't, oh, own maybe it they're any, like, I don't own it anymore. Yeah. <laughs> like, maybe they're like, I don't want anyone to know I live in this neighborhood. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But, you know, when you sign a book off to someone on that front page, they blacked that completely out. Yeah. I can kind of still see it. Because pen is shiny. Yes, that's true. And ink so, uh, is not as shiny Oh, I do love this cover. Also, the James Frey and the My Friend Leonard are kind of like raised and bossed. Mm-hmm. And so I'm really enjoying that. I also really like the handwriting. I guess I just really like this book. Yeah. Visually. I think I liked it when I read it, but I really liked A Million Little Pieces, the um, Herpes of the Baking World book. <laughs> and so I think coming into this was sort of like... I just wanted more of that. 
Yeah. So I'm not sure. I'm not sure how I felt, but I really liked um, the Sprinkle book. Um, but yeah, 2017. Okay, <laughs> right on. Who would you recommend this book for? I recommend this. Oh my gosh, guys! Piper is in the podcast basement with us right now, and I also have his cage in here. I don't know if you can see this, Jess, but Piper is literally just hanging out in his cage yeah. as we do this. Huh. Um, with books piled on top of it. You know, Piper, you don't have to be in your cage right now. He's like, I'm cool. Yeah. He's like, this is, cage is a whole room to me. Because we don't, we didn't do any of that little cat cage bullshit. We went and got him like a 100 pound dog's cage. Mm-hmm. Um, I would suggest this book to anybody who is dealing with the hardships of having an invisible friend. Um, you could take that really sad, like someone who's passed on and you carry them with you every day. Yeah. Um, which I don't mean really sad, but I mean you could just take that more spiritually. That's not always sad. That's actually beautiful and what life is all about. Or it could just be about a real invisible friend that you have um, that keeps smoking and getting you kicked out of apartments. Yeah. So if yeah. anyone who's dealing with take those it, kinds take of it at face value. Yeah. Oh. Uh, so Candace, mm-hmm. if you were to rate this here book on the Candace and Jess uh, patented. Food scale of rating books, uh, highest on that uh, food scale being a noodle dish, as all noodles are uh, created equal in the eyes of pasta Jesus. Mm-hmm. Um, and the lowest, uh, uh, going way down the lowest on this scale would be a gas station banana. Which, guys... We did restock the gas station bananas and we restocked the Catterday stickers. And maybe by the time this episode comes out, I will actually have changed that on the website and I will have posted about it already. And they could already be gone. Mm-hmm. Pain. Um, it's There's this noodle, um, this noodle that's made of yams. That's pretty much just filler. Yeah. Um, shirataka noodles or shir- mm. shirataka. We or sh- don't know. I mean, I think I might know. I think this book is those. Oh, do you know those noodles that are like almost completely clear? I don't know if they are rice noodles or what, but then they are lemony and they're kind of cold. Shirataki is the shirataki noodles is the ones that are made from yam. Oh, yeah. Do you know what the ones I'm talking about now? The 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 glass noodles. Uh, I mean, there are so many, there's so many like different like rice noodles. uh, And then there's like mung bean threads. Like there is so many ones that are sort of fallen there. Are we you're talking about the ones that are like Sunomono noodles? Well, yeah, because they're... I feel like where I used to get them in East Van, they called them the glass noodle. I don't remember exactly. It's a very long time ago. But they were lemony. Okay. And they weren't super hot. And they were just fucking delicious. Mm. And I wanted to work noodles because this is great. And I also wanted to work lemons because of your lemonade. Um, comment. Well, if and you I were, feel like they work. If you were going for the noodles that you would find in a dish of the sunomono salad, um, uh, which is sort of a lemony vinegar-based liquid. With yeah, some, yeah, some, that's it. Yeah, those are cellophane noodles, or also known as harusame noodles. Okay. Yeah. So. Yeah. Harusame noodles. Yeah. Harusame. That's what this book is. Noodles. Harusame. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, man. I think if I could learn any language in the world, if I could learn any language in the world, I probably would learn Spanish because I feel like that would work really well for me in my future plans to travel the world. Mm -hmm. But Japanese, imagine speaking Japanese. Oh, I love the dialect, the sound of it. Oh, man. If I could do it, I would also shock everybody. They'd be like, what? What? This is all I did during the pandemic. Oh, man, I never learned a language. I did lots of things during the pandemic. Um, It's actually still happening, I think. I think the language that I learned is how to speak English worse. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's how to speak English alone in your room. Yeah, it's how to speak Mm -hmm. the uh, the language that I've been speaking for the last, like, 30-something years Mm -hmm. uh, even worse. So steps, steps, whether they're forward or back, are still steps. It's true. Yeah. It's true. They still count. You still see them. Oh, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, you guys, this has been us. Uh, our episode 106, Candace and Jess, judge a book by its cover. You have been listening to it. Yeah. You've been if listening they want to, to it. You've been here. And we thank you. 
We I'm always so hungry. always do. Yeah, I'm getting a little hungry myself. It's getting to that time. Um, and I feel like yeah, Jess needs to go, guys. He's got so much stuff to do, and I was just keeping him, keeping him, and keeping him. That's yeah, all good. It's just it's a big recording day. I got to record for the radio after this. Um, yeah. Thank yeah. you for not rescheduling. I was very excited for today. We never no, reschedule, by no, the way. No, we never. We always do our shit when sometimes. we're supposed to. Sometimes. We always. Always, yeah, always. Sometimes. Always sometimes. Uh, yeah, you've been listening to Candace and Jess. Judge a book by its cover. I have been Jess. I've been Candace. Um, uh, if you, uh, again, go ahead and, and listen to us on uh, all the platforms that you possibly could. Uh, Spotify, on Google Play, on Apple. No, it's not. Yeah, Apple Podcasts and Stitcher. You can find us there. And then there's probably even a couple other ones where you can also find us. We are out there. We're out, We're there. out there. We're in your faces. All good. Um, where? Hey, Candace, what if people want to see the covers of these here books? Well, if you guys want to see the covers of these books, come on over to our Instagram page where I post them. Also, take a look in your feed. You see that? You see that on your Spotify feed? That's the cover of the book with our really cool font that our really cool friend helped us make or buy. I can't remember. Uh, kind of both. To buy? She put color into it. Right. Yeah. We bought someone else's font. But anyways, that is not important. We supported an artist. <laughs> we did, and we continue to. And if you wanted to say something to me on Instagram, or like share one of our posts, or like say you're listening right now and you don't follow us on Instagram, come on, buds. I've been sitting at this little number, and I'm just trying to get us up there. I know you're out there. Even if you have to create an Instagram account and only follow us, like it would mean the world to us. <laughs> mm-hmm. That'd be cool. We'd appreciate it. Uh, anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, again, I'm going to say one final time is go onto YouTube and check out the hidden gem, uh, a, a fantastic, amazing uh, lacrosse documentary uh, by Tino Farah. Uh, and if you want um, some, uh, some, I believe Canadian. Yeah, Canadian uh, lacrosse news and information, recaps on games and all that kind of stuff. Check him out on Lacrosse Flash, that blog. He's going to be writing, uh, uh, yeah, uh, recaps and, 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 I don't know, lacrosse news, I'm guessing. Um, Yeah, check it out. Follow him. He's great. He's fantastic. If if you have to create an Instagram account just to follow Tino, do it. Yeah, do it. (laughs) He's always trying to get his coffee thing in the thing mm-hmm. um it's riveting mm-hmm. that okay. was the riveting saga and i'm it, it was i miss it <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. I, I guess i do too yeah. i think about it yeah. i think about it lots mm. um right. yeah send us an email candace and jess at gmail.com um, thanks jess yeah um gonna cue the outro music <laughs> Thank you.